What's up, guys? Man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm so silly sometimes. Y'all <laughs> y'all should just not even listen to this podcast. Because I was talking all about my mowers. And I forgot my I forgot about my Ferris Z1. I'll think about that later. My Ferris Z1 stand-on mower. I bought that in year 2020. Um, the second stand-on mower I ever owned. Like I said, I had that Skag V-Ride 1 have lots of videos about it on my channel it's, it was really cool mower actually um but for some reason talking about the thing yesterday i forgot about the z1 that i bought um that i still have um and uh i guess it's just you know with this rain every day and then trying to figure out like what yard i'm driving to you know just trying to think about all that and trying to drive and you know, and do the podcast and all that's a lot, but <laughs> anyway, so I forgot I had that Ferris Z1, so I still have that, it's a great mower, it's a Ferris Z1, 48 inch stand-on mower, it's got a, I don't know, I think it's a 730V Kawasaki, I think, um, definitely commercial Kawasaki engine, but I'm not 100% sure. I think it's like 22 horsepower, 23, I think maybe even 23, 23.5 or something. So I think it might be that 730V that's on there. Um, but anyway, so I think that rounds out all my big mowers. Now, I did my trucks, did my big mowers. Let's talk about all the trailers I had. Um, so, first trailer I personally bought was a 6x12 basic utility trailer. And uh, had that for a while. It's a you know great trailer, really. Um, and uh, had that for a little while. And then what happened was, is my dad had a guy that he knew uh, that was selling this older enclosed trailer. It's a, it was a six by twelve with a you know very sharp V nose. So like. It was an Avenger brand, and so what I mean by sharp V nose is like, you know, like the V part was like, literally like five foot long. You know what I mean? So it actually was even more aerodynamic than the other normal V nose trailers that you buy right now. Um, and so I had that for a while. No, sorry, I'm getting off track. So. My dad had a friend that had one of those he was selling. Um, you know, it had a little bit of lettering on it, I think. It was an older one. It's like an 0305 or something. But I'm like, man, that's awesome. Enclosed trailer. I didn't have a shed or anything, you know, start my business. My dad had a friend that had that, so my dad was like, I, I need another utility trailer like the one you just bought. And it's probably worth about the same. So he's like, maybe I'll buy your utility trailer. Well, actually, I'll buy this guy's trailer this enclosed trailer this guy knew and then if you want you can take the enclosed trailer and I'll take this utility trailer and um, and then I'll you know so that's what I did and I have videos about that on the channel as well um, 
if you look through my Hustler Raptor videos, to Tony's Lawn Care Hustler Raptor, you'll see that video in a bunch of my, you'll see that trailer in a bunch of my videos. Or even if you looked at some like 2016, 17 uh, trailer, you know, lawn care setup, so see it. 2015, you'd see it for sure. Um, so I rock with that trailer for a while. Um, so I just had that one trailer, had that for a while. Then my dad had a little small 5x10 utility trailer um, that he had in the yard that he wasn't using much. And um, I'm like, man, only trailer I have, starting to grow my business a little bit, my lawn route, only trailer I have is this uh, enclosed trailer. And so I, I bought that little 5x10 utility trailer, you know, basic little trailer. So I had both of those for a while. And then, then I end up buying, my dad was wanting to sell his six and a half by 16 trailer. He wanted to get a bigger trailer for his tractor and stuff. So I'm like, nah, I'm gonna buy that, <laughs> you know, and use it for my lawn care. And, you know, I had the 250 truck at, the, you know, at that point. So I'm like, I'll buy that. So I bought that and I think I sold, um, I think I ended up selling that older, enclosed trailer eventually and I had the little utility trailer and I had that 16 foot open trailer and uh, even later on I end up getting a cage for it at the welding at a local welding shop pretty local they built me like a cage on the front and stuff had some trimmer racks on there that you know were kind of basic you know kind of the ghetto ones where it's just like metal poles and you just you're just on there still raining by the way man this has been a challenging week i'll tell you that so <laughs> pause on on this in this broadcast for a rain update so yesterday i did the podcast got the first yard and then you know i was doing what we usually do roll up first yard and then and then it just started dumping dumping so i waited in the truck for a while still didn't let up in my church we got a brand new building coming up and a new drum set and everything because I'm a drummer and so they uh brand new drum set all that stuff and I knew I had to go over there at some point and like work on putting it all together and all that so I called one of the guys on the team and I'm like hey can't you know it's raining bad can I so I knew I was gonna have to do that later that yesterday evening so I'm like can I go over there and start work on putting the drums together now you know while it's raining hard anyway early in the morning yesterday so i did that went over there for a couple hours and got them put together we, man we got a dw kit and special vrx symbols and so i mean man it's a wow it's a sweet if you know any of you guys know anything about drums out there i mean it is a sweet 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 set they let me research and pick it out and um so we got this dw kit and it's like white with like silver flake you know so it's just a gorgeous looking drum set and then like the head the bass drum head is black and stuff i mean it's man it's nice um probably if you know we spent like between by the time you buy all the stands and stuff we spent like between five and six k on it so anyway got that put together and stuff pretty close there's a couple little part 
couple stands that we were missing and they were on back order from the music company and so we're gonna have to wait for that and stuff but yeah y'all know how that goes but anyway so back to the trailers all right so yesterday i did end up i ended up working late but i still got like five of the big properties done but um we're out here again wednesday and it's just raining again now you can probably hear on the windshield so we're gonna go out there and do what we can do it doesn't seem to be raining real hard but man been interesting so back to trailers um i had that 16 end up getting a cage and stuff built on it eventually um and then i bought I also bought a 7x14 tandem axle enclosed trailer, which y'all seen that on the channel too. That was a little bit in those year ranges too. So I had that tandem axle open trailer and the tandem axle enclosed trailer. And uh, both of those trailers were great. I bought it used and uh, had some dings and dents, but it was a great trailer. Um, used that for a lot of years. And then, then I end up finding let me make sure i'm not forgetting anything out of my timeline and then i end up buying uh i want to downsize a little bit you know what i mean because for a single single owner operator in my opinion as you all know in my trailer right on my channel i run this kind of smaller trailer right now and uh for single owner operator and if you kind of organize your routes to use certain mowers on certain days it's kind of unnecessary to drag around a huge trailer and spend all that gas and everything if you have multiple people where you can you know multi you can mow you know if you can mow two mowers at the same time you know that's that's kind of different but for me and if you want to pull around you know some guys single owner operators like to pull around six mowers with them and all that and i'm totally cool with that like i think that's awesome like i don't i don't have any problem with it. i think it's actually neat it's just for me i have an older truck i don't want to put more wear on it than i have to and I document miles for my taxes, so, you know, so the better gas mileage I can get, the more it helps me out, basically. So, and just ease of getting in and out of people's driveways and stuff. The small trailers are just nice, man. You can, you know, this little aluminum trailer, I can whip this thing in around anywhere, really. You know what I mean? It's pretty awesome. And I don't have to run a three-quarter ton truck. I can run a half-ton truck. You know, half-ton trucks turn better. They ride a little smoother, you know, all that stuff. So these are things that I've worked on over the years. And, uh, but I will be honest, I do miss that big enclosed trailer, you know, and stuff. Like, in some ways I miss it because it's just, you know, it's a great setup. Just like all you guys, just like any of you. I mean, I love to have a bunch of mowers and a big old trailer and stuff. But there are a lot of pros to running this smaller setup like I'm running. Um, so that's kind of you know just kind of how the journey's been um you know doing this whole deal hang on i'm i'm at the at my trash dump and i'm trying to trying to keep podcasting with you guys in trash dump i mean like my household trash um you know all my sticks and everything go to the farm but as y'all seen but i'm you know a couple times a week i stop by our recycling center and you know dump our normal trash bags from home and uh doing that right now um so you know i enjoy i love the big trailers and all that just like i'm sure a lot of you guys do i do as, as well um 
like me, me and my wife were looking through some of my older videos the other day and saw my setup that I used to have with the with that big enclosed trailer I'm talking about and I was like man that was the life you had all kinds of room in there and stuff but like I already told you guys I did not I did not appreciate the uh <laughs> just the uh the gas mileage and the tire wear you know that's another thing any of you guys that have tandem axle trailers, you know what I'm talking about, but the tire wear on a double axle trailer turning in these driveways all day, that back tire, that back tire just skids every time you turn, basically. And so, man, you wear out a lot of tires on the back on those tandem trailers. And uh, also, you, you know, my customers have these nice pressure wash driveways. Sometimes I can, you know, they make marks on there just when you're trying to turn, you know, turn the trailer around in there. So that's another thing like you know and like just the ease of turning in and around like I'm probably more way more efficient with this small trailer even though sometimes you know I miss the big trailer so that's kind of my so I even went to the extreme on that I'm like well if I'm gonna go with this smaller trailer and I love the 6x12 enclosed trailer which y'all seem the 6x12 enclosed trailer is what I bought like after I downsized from those bigger trailers the 6x12 enclosed trailer, which y'all seen a lot on my channel. You know, I only got rid of that in, like, January this year. Um, yeah, I think January. Uh, and I love that thing as well because it was pretty small and it was pretty, uh, pretty good on gas. But still pretty bad on gas, you know, just because it's an enclosed trailer. You're kind of dragging a parachute with you behind you. And I knew that the gas would get real expensive and stuff, which it has um, to a point. And then, so I had that, but one of the reasons I sold that is I was having a lot of issues with structural door issues and different things, because it's kind of a lower end uh, enclosed trailer. And so I'm like, well, if I'm gonna go to a smaller trailer, also maybe three years ago, I bought the six by 14 open trailer that you guys um, see, you know, around right now. It has the wood, plywood on the sides. Y'all know what I'm talking about, the one I use for pine straw and all that. I still have that now have that in this aluminum trailer and uh so that i think that brings me up to date trailer wise of all the ones i've had so i've had a good many good many different ones um i think that's so i had one two three uh four five six seven eight so i think this aluminum trailer i think is my eighth trailer eight diff eighth different one i have and i still have that six by 14 and that's a great trailer as well because it's just a utility trailer but it's a 14 footer so you get a little bit of extra room and it's still single axle and all that um but when i was thinking man if i'm going to go to a small trailer setup you know as a solo guy this year or whatever i was thinking you know when i when i was going to buy the you know the one the little one i'm running now i was thinking i'm like man if i'm gonna go with this small trailer setup why don't i go with the lightest one possible um so i get the max you know gas mileage and ease of pulling and all that um and so that's why i got this aluminum trailer it's a five and a half by ten aluminum um got it from tractor supply actually and uh really really have enjoyed it so far I'm I'm thinking about putting a uh 
equipment defender blower rack on the front corner because the tongue the tongue is kind of long the tongue is long and so even when you turn the truck like you know you're still pretty far away from that corner of the trailer so so you know that gives you an opportunity you could put a blower like right there on the front corner one of the corners um and then you know you still have room because there's a guy on my youtube channel that he had sent me pictures and stuff of his he done the same thing he had the same trailer and everything so i'm thinking about doing that i think about getting the equipment defender blower rack because only because it's like i don't know 80 dollars cheaper or something than the than the green touch one and uh you know i've had equipment defender trimmer racks and blower racks and stuff in the past and they're very 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 good um I mean, I'm, I would consider any brand of them, <laughs> I guess, but, you know. Uh, but, so I'm thinking about getting that equipment defender blower rack and putting it on there. Um, because, you know, really just for the leaf season, I use that electric hand blower a lot, you know, during the, when there's no leaves or anything, during summer and all that, but, but right now... You know, you're using that backpack blower a lot. Um, it doesn't barely fit well underneath the bed cover I have on my truck. You can, but you gotta like lean it down and then like put it in there and it's crammed in there. And that's with the 600. I'm pretty sure the 8010 won't fit under the bed cover at all. Um, so I'm thinking about buying that, buying one of those uh, blower racks, put it on there. So if y'all wanna give me feedback on if, you know, is that green touch one worth the extra 80 100 dollars i don't think so but because <laughs> see they got kind of similar design of the v2 on the equipment defender blower rack and uh you know it looks cool and everything black and red um the equipment defender is actually kind of like a split from the from the green touch company years ago so they kind of have kind of similar technology and whatnot um so a little insight on that there but so i'm really thinking about putting that blower rack on the trailer just for winter fall season you know i probably would just leave it on there all the time i don't i don't know that i'll take a backpack blower with me 100 percent of the year but a lot of the year i kind of do just depending if it gets rain or if we have a yard that has a lot of clippings or something you know it's good to have it. it's good to have a backpack blower on the trailer just in case you need it um but I might not, you know, as I do weekly yards, you know, as the summer, the leaves probably, you know, the clippings shouldn't be too bad and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. But it's definitely something about maybe I should wait. Maybe I get some feedback from you guys. Um, those of you that are going to the expo, do you think I should wait until after the expo to purchase a, another blower rack and, uh, you know, just see if there's anything else new that, like, comes up or anything? I don't think there will be, but you never know, you know. So, those are the trailers. Uh, man, I'm rambling on, but... Um, so, let's talk about push mowers. So, I originally first had a lawn boy that my dad had given me for my birthday when I was 16, I believe. Had it. It was... Uh, pretty decent mower um but there was a couple of them that 
they were like returns or something to Home Depot, and he bought two of them, gave me one for my birthday. He kept one. So that, that was cool. It was a Lawn Boy, you know, 21-inch deal. Um, and uh, had that first push mower. Trying to think, second one. You know, I had that for a while, actually. I had it for a good while. Then I ended up buying a used Mark 21 on Craigslist. And the guy, I don't know if it was rigged or what, but like a week later, <laughs> the motor blew on it. Um, so I had a local shop put another motor on it. And that was a great mower. Super heavy, though, you know, and stuff for 21, but it was a great mower. Um, and then I ended up selling that one. I bought my first 30-inch. I bought a Toro uh, Turfmaster 30-inch. This is a 2014 model. And... Uh, Actually, someone bought it, didn't didn't like it, returned it to local Toro dealer, and so I bought it. Um, and uh, so I, I rocked with that for a good while, and I'm like, man, I'm going to need a backup, though. And then I bought another little, I bought a Honda 21 from Home Depot. That was a great mower as well. All this stuff is on my channel. Um, it's HRR. HRR216 is the one I had then. The model's a little different now. I think it's like black or something, but it was silver then. So that way I had a backup for my push mower because I was push mowing a lot of yards at the time. Still push mowing, you know, when it's rainy and stuff, like right now. But anyway, so I bought that. And then uh, years, you know, a couple years down the road, I end up selling that because I'm like, I'm just going to get two 30 inch mowers. And then I and then I bought this a residential Time Master, which I still have. Um, really enjoy that machine as well. Um, and then uh, yeah, then I was like, but that 14, I mean, I ran it, you know, up until this year. What was it, last year? Yeah, last year. I'm like, man, this thing's got a ton of hours on it. I might need to sell it by new one and i needed tax write-offs last year which i mean i will every year as a solo operator you know if you're running your business legitimately and legally you're going to need um to buy some equipment or something because you don't have you don't have that money that you write off from employees that you'd be paying so anyway so i'm like well i'm gonna sell this thing because it's one of the oldest pieces of equipment i have sold it bought the x mark commercial 30 Oh man, X series. So it's like, like the heavy duty deal and all that mess. Um, and I did not like it as much as that original commercial one. The transmission, it was hard to drive. And I had that for a whole year. Um, sold it for, got most of my money back out of it. Um, and I have multiple videos on that mower as well. It's a great mower, heavy duty, all that, but. Man, just the way they designed that transmission, it's supposedly better transmission all that, but it it's really hard to drive, and I just didn't... Man, it's such a shame, too, because I thought, man, if that other commercial 30 is good, and this one's got that upgraded engine and all that, I'm like, man, this one's going to be, like, the ticket, you know what I mean? But it was not. Um, and I didn't buy the Ferris one or anything, because I'm like, I already know this... Uh, the Toro X Mark ones, you know, they're like the same. I already know them. 
you know, I know how to replace pulleys. I know, you know, I'm familiar with the machine. So that's why I just bought that. Figure it'll be same thing like I have, but even better. But that was not true. And plus I wanted to do less push mowing anyway. And so I ended up selling it this year. I bought the uh, little Skag Liberty Z36. I still have the residential 30 Time Master. And it's on my trailer right now. And I think that's my journey with the push mowers. I may have had, I had, I also, I remember early on the days I had a customer that gave me a Honda 21 and the transmission was out in it. And so I paid shop to replace transmission. And so I actually rocked with that for a little bit, which was a great mower as well. Ended up giving that mower to a family member. Um, you know, it was given to me. So handed it off and uh and uh so i had that in the mix of the push mowers as well um and uh so i think those are all my push mowers um man <laughs> weed eaters you know it's gonna be weeders and blowers and stuff i'll try to go through that real quick um which would be hard to remember but i think i can do it so first started out my business you know, I got, my dad got me a KM-130, just the motor part, for Christmas when I was starting my business. And, uh, and so I had that for a while, and again, I didn't even have a blower or anything at the time, so I, so I ended up buying attachments. Um, so, because like I said, I didn't have a blower or anything, so I buy a weed eater attachment. I bought the blower attachment that goes on the KM, which is pretty cool, it's like a long kind of turbine looking thing and that works pretty good i use that for like all my yards there for a little bit first year or so um and then i bought he's you know my dad done this for a long time has a you know guys that work for him and stuff so he, he had a couple br600s that were blown up you know just worn out so bad that the uh so many hours on them because my dad likes to run the blowers for like as many years as they will perform you know he does have workers that he pays and stuff so anyway so he had one of those on the shelf that was blown up and so i was like hey can i buy it for me cheap and i'm gonna bring it to our steel dealer and have them put a short block in it and i think he just gave it to me because um you know he was real sweet to do that so he just gave it to me i brought it got a short block put in that was my first backpack blower that i personally own was that it was a br600 you know it was an old one it was all faded and everything but it had a new short block put in it so you know worked pretty good for a while um so i ran that then i got a uh a, a couple years later i got a new 600 you know as my business progressed so sold that one for sold it for pretty cheap and then got a new 600 ran that for a while this is i guess i'm going into blowers right now ran that for a while then i bought the red max 8500 ebz 8500 because i've seen a lot of stuff online about that I wanted a more powerful blower for leaves and stuff and they really pioneered the way as far as like the real powerful backpack blowers like the 8500 you know they're kind of they kind of like like i said i guess they kind of like you know led the way in that as far as a big backpack blower so i had that for a couple years and then uh my i noticed they're maybe i seen it at gie or i'm not really sure but the the steel 700 came out i believe in 2016 i believe 
And so I ended up wanting to try that. So I sold my Red Max 8500, you know, and I still had a 600 as well. But I sold my 8500 and bought, wanted to try this BR700 because I thought, man, this will take the place of that, but it's a little bit lighter and stuff. Um, which the 8500 turns out is still a little better than the uh, 700, but you know, power wise. But uh, so I wanted to try that. So I ended up selling the Red Max. It was still in excellent shape and got pretty good money for it. And uh, bought the 700, ran that for three so years. Um, and then I also acquired, in that range, acquired a Red Max 7500, EBZ 7500 as well, which that's an awesome blower. A little bit smaller, a little bit more compact. Still has most of the power that the 8500 has, though. Now they have an 8550. I'd like to get my hands on that at some point, test it out. I have tested it briefly at the Expo and probably will again. By the way, 14 days to the Expo, and, and people are like calling me and messaging me, stuff just excited about the expo that's what i was mentioning yesterday um so those of you that are going man it's wow it's going to be an awesome year this year at the expo um we're on the home you know good close <laughs> so uh so i bought the 7500 don't let me get off track here so um then let's see what happened after that what happened after that Ran the 7500 a lot of years. It's a great blower as well. Um, and then, let me see. I think, I don't know if I had a, another BR600. Um, man, I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to do this, you know, off the cuff while driving. And then, uh, I ended up selling those. No, I didn't end up selling those. I ended up selling my oldest i end up selling this my oldest 7500 a couple years later and bought the echo 8010 the echo 8010 um and ran that as my only blower for a little while and then i bought another last year i bought no the end of 2019 i bought another 600 and that's the combination I own currently right now is the six, the 2019 BR600 and a 2019. Uh, sorry, but before I bought that 2019 BR600, in September or so of 2019, I bought the um, the Echo 8010. And so for a while, the 8010 was my only blower for a little bit. I think that's what I said, but that's what I meant to say. Um, because I had sold one of my other ones. So the 8010 was the only blower I had there for a little while. Then I bought the 600 that December before the year end. Um, you know, and uh, and that's still the setup I have currently right now, the 600 and the 8010. And I think it was January of ooh, maybe 2021, but uh, might, I think that's right. I think that's right. January of 2021 is when me and when I decided to buy two of these uh, baby backpack blowers. Oh, there's a tree down in the road. Thankfully, there's one lane open, so I went around it. Hopefully, that's not happening in any of my customers' houses. But <laughs> um, anyway, there's a the uh, you know the only addition to those blowers is the. Uh, well, I got a bunch of handheld blowers. I have to get into those. So, <laughs> um, 
so uh, 2021, I think, January is when I bought the Husqvarna 130BT and the Echo 265LN little baby backpack blowers. I wanted to add one of those to my collection. And we basically, I bought two of them because my dad already had the little baby steel BR200 backpack blower. So I wanted to do a three-way test video series on those. And we did just that. It went great. It was awesome. Um, and uh, so y'all check that out. It's called, um, if you type in Tony's Long Care Baby Backpack Blower. I think it's Baby Backpack Blower Wars. Um, but it shows unboxing all of them, the size of all of them, the noise of all of them, the power of all of them. The Husqvarna really is like kind of the best one of those three, honestly, because it's, it's like the biggest fan. Um, anyway, you have to check out the video on that because um, that was it was cool doing that comparison. But uh, my dad ended up wanting that one, so I let him keep that one. I have the Echo right now. It's a great blower. Still love it. Uh, used it yesterday or day before the little 265 um, and uh, so I you know I think that rounds out my backpack blowers handheld blowers the first first handheld blower I ever bought was a BG86 ran that for a few years this is kind of in the early days a little bit and then I sold it and bought the lighter BG50 when it came out from steel um, BG50 that thing's cool. It doesn't have anti-vibration or anything, but it's super light and it's super cheap as well. It's like 139 or something at the time. Might be 149 now, who knows, but that's a great blower. Still is a great blower. Um, a little bit harder to start than the rest of them for some reason. Um, ran that blower for a long while, and then after I went in that for three, four years, and just kind of, you know, had some miles on it, sold it bought the Husqvarna 525BX, which is their top-of-the-line Husqvarna commercial handheld blower. I think that is the best handheld blower on the market right now. You know, because like I said, I've owned those different ones. My dad has the BG55. You know, so I've kind of used a lot of the handheld blowers, but that Husqvarna one is awesome. Um, just for what it is, I mean, it's it's a great, as far as gas handheld blowers, it's awesome. Um, and I uh, ran that for a while. I actually recently sold that because 2017, also, I guess in the handheld blower lineup, I bought the uh, Milwaukee one. And then, but as y'all know, as I started running more electric this year, uh, I acquired a bunch of batteries. And so, you know, so if I'm going to use a handheld blower, I'm pretty much going to just rock with that Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? If I'm blowing off a roof or or driveway or anything, you know, like so like this whole year, even though that Husqvarna one is awesome, I've owned it for a few years, three years I think. The Husqvarna is awesome, but it it literally just sat on my shelf in my garage because, um, you know, because now they have all these batteries. If I run handheld, I'm gonna run that Milwaukee. It's just how it is. So I end up selling that one only like a few weeks ago. I haven't updated y'all on that yet, but sold a few weeks ago because I want to acquire some more batteries and uh, possibly I want it would like to te test out an electric backpack blower like a battery backpack blower unfortunately Milwaukee doesn't offer that but you know something something I want to try as well um, just something I'm thinking about thinking about doing so 
you know, so that's why I was like, well, I'm going to sell this. And uh, so I did end up selling the Husqvarna. And uh, someone that we kind of know actually bought it, you know, on Facebook. So that was cool as well. Um, that, I think that covers all my blowers. Like I said, I had that turbine one that goes on the KM at first. Man, I guess we're going to have to go uh, part three here because I'm at the yard and I jumped off my trash area. 36 minutes. Can't believe it took me that long to get out here and dump the trash. So this is kind of like some of my farthest away yards though. And I have to drive a few minutes, a couple minutes out of the way right now for the trash dump. Because um, they moved the trash dump now. So anyway, that's how it is. But um, y'all are awesome. I appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. See ya.